Lou, I think I've addressed why our last two episodes were so bad. I have it figured out. Why is that? that? That reason is because we prefaced the episode with it planning to be a bad episode. So, so we're manifesting a bad episode. If we were to right. say at the beginning, like, this is going to be our best episode yet, the content might be better. I think so. I think it's like one of those self-fulfilling prophecies. Well, I'll, I'll tell you this. I'm not going to say that for this episode. You're not going to say it's going to be the best one or that it's not going to be a bad it's one? Not, it's not going to be a good one. <laughs> okay. So we got another bad one ahead of us here? It's looking that way, unfortunately. Well, I, uh, speaking, uh, it did not get off to a good start when at, at 1230 today, I, I opened up my laptop when we were planning to meet and I text you, I call you, one comes by 130 2 3 310 i get a text from lou ah shoot melv yeah well when you texted me yesterday uh planning for the time i was at the gym mm -hmm. slipped my mind big deal you know i'm trying to become less of a phone guy i want to spend less time on my phone yeah so i mean that comes with response time to people i suppose Yes, but also 1230 is 12.30, Lou. I, I, I don't want to talk to anyone. That's fair. That's fair. We don't have to talk to it. But we have a pretty, I guess, not good in Lou's perspective, phenomenal in my perspective. But it's our Christmas episode. Welcome to A Big Dog Christmas, episode 16 of Big Dog Radio. And we have listener questions. Big Dog Christmas, huh? A big dog Christmas. And we're back with the draft. Our listeners asked for it. And it's so it, it, the yeah, draft you, is you, back. You, you did mention that to me. So when you say our listeners asked for it, did one person mention it to you? Or has uh, there been multiple two or people? Three. Okay. Two Bye. that I could uh, two though. that I could like name out specifically. It's about 50% of our listener base. <laughs> Just about. We'll give one the people listener. what they want. We'll mm -hmm. give we'll give the people what they want. We will. But yeah, well, should we just dive into listener questions right off the bat here? Let's let's get to it. Excellent. So our first listener question, this listener says, we all know how many yards Lou would rush for in the NFL. And then they ask, how many receiving yards would Melv get? Lou, I want to hear your opinion. How many receiving yards would I get? So little preface, I was actually a receiver. And I was I was a decent receiver. I, I held my own. And Lou was a, a lineman. But... He thinks that he can switch positions and do well in I the NFL. I don't, I don't think I know. But, Mel, what, can I ask you something? What's your 40 time? I have no clue what my 40 time is at the moment. The what, best what 40. Your, yeah, peak 40. I only ran 140 in my life. I refuse to run it the following years because it's a ridiculous unit of measurement. I mean, I agree, it, but. It's it's I mean, stupid. You, you got a high schooler with their stopwatch trying to determine hundredths and, and tenths of a second. So inaccurate. Right. You got the I, slowest I, kids on the team running a four three, fastest kids running a five six. I, I no, disagree. I, I do with agree that, that uh, the L drill and the five ten five the shuttle is a far better um, way to gauge a, a real raw athlete. Yes, but the, the I guess the reason I say I hate it, I, I like the NFL forty yard forty yard dash um, because they they got the automatic computer timers. Lift up your hand, you're going. Mm -hmm. But when you got a high school kid with a stopwatch estimating one to click the button, it's ridiculous. 
I ran a five flat my freshman year, refused to run it after that. <laughs> I, I I'm convinced that I, I could run, I could have run at my peak, like four, six around there would be in my peak. All right. Well, with that said, maybe in an NFL season, I mean, receiver is a tough position to play. It is. Um, hmm, I think you might be able to salvage five receptions for maybe 20 yards. Okay. So the, the thought that went through my head is like, what play would give me the best opportunity to gain yards? And the only play I could even think of that I would actually catch the ball is a wide receiver screen. And the, 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 thing with that is either I'm going to lose three yards or gain three yards every single time I catch the ball. Either they're going to read the screen, tackle me behind the line of scrimmage, or they aren't going to read the screen. I'm going to run three yards forward and get tackled right at three yards down the field. So if every single play, it was a 50-50 chance they would read the screen and they would throw me the ball every single play, I think I would have about 400 catches for zero yards. Yeah, I mean... the. If they're playing man, you stand no chance. But I, I was no. just thinking, if, if they're playing like if they're playing zone, you know, I don't know, maybe you drop some concepts where you can get the ball downfield for for a few yards. Yeah, I, I could sit gaps. I mean, it's mm-hmm. not the most complicated it's, thing no, to do. No, to, find the holes in the defense, backers. right? But that because that's what a lot of players, even in the NFL, in the NFL, no one knows football better than I do. You don't have the zone; you have the man in the zone. Right. That's for all the youngsters out there. Yes. You aren't just covering an area, covering the man in the area. Exactly. That could get you in trouble if they're running three level routes. However, that's how they expose you. Well, I mean, I mean, you have your zone and if you're, if you have a man in that zone, then you got to cover him. But if he leaves your zone, that's not your responsibility anymore. Yeah. But what I'm saying is if they run a flood, you take the man in front of you, you got a guy behind you wide open. With only a safety way over top. Now we're talking. Well, then that's then that's the safety's guy. That's his zone. Yeah, but he's he doesn't the safety doesn't have the zone. He has the man in the zone. You run flood. Yeah, I I get what you're saying. You have a you have a low receiver lower level route. You have a mid level route. You have a high level route. Right. Your high level route is your go. Your mid level route is your crosser from the opposite side, and then you run an out. With the other guy. So you, you would need three guys all on the sideline as as a defense to cover that. And that's where you can expose that zone. If that if that guy bites on the forward man, you take the guy behind and the safety's gone with the go. Usam. Under that's Sam it. over Mike. That's exactly it. That's that's the play. But we're we're a little too deep into this now. I don't I don't think this is exactly our, our forte for our listeners. Do you agree? I, I or think, you, I think no. I think I disagree. You'd be surprised. You think so? Yeah. I mean, you think a lot of people who knows, understood we, the concept? We're well. I mean, it wasn't all that difficult. No, it wasn't. I mean, just think they like. I don't know our audience. Our our high like, our most of our listeners are probably three to six years old. It's a kid show. It is. You know, a little <laughs> miniature. Sh- a little a little miniature Sean McVay could be listening. Maybe and so. he could he'll learning. give all of his credit to big dog radio once he makes it to the league and he'll just run flood routes against yep. zones and then they'll run mad against him he'll have no clue what to do <laughs> fair <laughs> that's all go all right our next question is what is your absolute favorite christmas song 
Uh, I've been singing it nonstop this year. It's uh, uh what is it? Dominic the Donkey. Are you familiar what? with that one? You're not. That's, familiar a, with that's the name the of the donkey? song, or the yeah, that's the name of the song. Chickity ching, hee haw, It's Dominic the Donkey. Chickity ching, hee haw, The Italian. I'm not familiar donkey. at all. La 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 la. No, you never heard of it. No. That's that sounds like a good song though. The Italian Christmas donkey. That. His name is Dominic, the cutest little donkey. You'll never see him kick. Interesting, Dominic. Great, the donkey. great tune. Great tune. I have no words. That's I mean, your all-time, or that's your absolute favorite Christmas song. Absolute favorite. Hee-haw. Hee-haw. I t- take a uh, listen to it. <laughs> I love that. Pause can't believe there. you've never heard that. I've never. That, I can't even like think of when I possibly would have heard it. But my absolute favorite Christmas song. A lot of songs went through my head, but I think I settled on Blue Christmas by Elvis Presley. See, I'm not a huge fan of that one. No. I'll have a blue Christmas without you. You'll be so blue. I don't know any more words. Yeah. I like that one. I'm not a huge fan of it. I like any of those that are Bing Crosby, White Christmas. That's a great song, too. I'm Anyone that has, like, the low kind of... Mm-hmm. Cool voice to it. Bing Crosby. Um, even Silent Night. Give me some Silent Night. I'm all for it. Yeah. So when you think of like the Mount Rushmore of Christmas music creators, you have like Bing Crosby. Yep. Uh, Frank Sinatra. Yeah. Um, I think Michael, he, even though, Michael Buble. Yep. I was going to say him, even though he probably, doesn't actually write his own songs. And probably doesn't he me. just cover. I think so. And Hunter Lewis. I would, I would probably put myself as the fourth on that list. No, I, I have had a lot of requests saying like, yo, where's this Big Lou Christmas album? Yeah, yeah, I've been thinking about that as well. I think we might do a one. I might be a one hit wonder because I, I've come to this crossroads with it. I don't want to contaminate what I created last year. I don't think anybody even knows where that exists anymore. I don't even okay. know where that exists. Well, maybe, anymore. maybe, maybe we will redo it then. But I was just gonna add Dominic the Donkey because I think it, uh, it would be just for me to add. Yeah, I agree. After this conversation, or maybe that could just be our whole album this year, Dominic the Donkey. And what was I the think, one I we think... were gonna? What was the one we were gonna do together? Um. Uh, I don't think that was related to the Christmas album, was it? Oh, it wasn't. I don't know. I just thought there was one I was going to be a background singer for, but not ringing a bell. Maybe I'm wrong, but that's all we got for our Christmas listener questions. And now we're moving on to our draft and people have wanted the draft. They like to vote. I have learned they, they, they want to be involved in in what is going on in big dog radio Campbell, so we have our and draft. actually and actually i have a or we have an interesting topic today fit for the time of the year 
mm-hmm. Christmas characters. We're going to draft Christmas character. Uh, like, uh, is it from movies? I assume like Christmas movie characters, Christmas characters. All right. Characters that have to do with Christmas. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, I took, what are we doing? Are we doing like a Mount Rushmore type thing? Yeah, we can, we can do four. We can, yeah, we'll draft four each. How about that? Okay. I think that's fair. Do you want to start Lou or should I start? Um, I'll, I'll let you take the honors. Okay. Excellent. So with the first overall pick and Lou, this is why I cut you off when you were saying movie characters. I am taking the reason for the season, my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, as my first overall pick. Jesus Christ. That's correct. That's my pick. He's the reason for the season. 101. Keep Christ in Christmas, huh? Yep. That's my 101. Jesus Christ, first overall pick. I can't say I like that. Now my list is going to like, I mean, we're going to have two completely different lists. It sounds like, cause you want to know what my first pick is. No, I mean, you no, can take uh, Jesus Christ. We can, we can I mean, like, narrow it down. I just wanted to say it. Keep but... Christ in Christmas. Okay. Yeah. I like it. We'll keep it there. What's All your right. first overall pick Lou? But, well, cause my first pick is buddy. The elf. <laughs> it, it's a great pick, but it is it's it, very, very heavily is... overshadowed at the moment. I, I I would disagree because Buddy the Elf could be a Jesus-like figure in a lot of people's lives. That's actually kind of fair. It's a top five Christmas movie of all time, easily. Yeah, it's it stands the test of time. I just watched it today for the first time this year, and I mean, it's like you're watching it for the first time. It was released in 2003, I think. Was it really that long ago? I think so. Yeah, that's a great movie. It phenomenal movie. It, phenomenal. It's probably one of my favorite movies, not only Christmas movies, just like all time favorite movies. Yeah, there's also Elf. another Christmas movie that I think might be top five on my all time movies list that we'll get to. Okay. Interesting. So, wait, Lou, so you have another pick here. I was going to say, so I do get next two. And speaking yeah. of that movie, um, Melv, have you seen the movie Jingle All the Way with Arnold Schwarzenegger? I... No, I've never seen it. Oh, that's a war crime. Uh, you, sir, you, I mean, it's the best Christmas movie of all time. Jingle I've watched all it, the way. I've watched it five times already this year. Really? But well, yeah. you're, you're so, taking Arnold Schwarzenegger's... Nope, nope. I'm not taking his... I'm taking... Are you familiar with the comedian Sinbad? No. No, okay. Well, I'm taking his character in the movie, Myron the Mailman. Myron the Mailman. I should probably be jotting these down because I'm not going to remember any of these. Myron the Mailman? Myron the Mailman. He's What does he do in the movie? What is he notable for? Well, all right. So, like, the premise of the movie is, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger's character, he has to get the Turbo Man doll for his kid. Um, They're sold out everywhere. It's the hottest toy of the season. You can't find them. And the whole time he's essentially battling, you know, trying to find one of these Turbo Man dolls in the antagonist is Myron the Mailman. Myron the Mailman also needs one for his kid, um, and they'll stop at no lengths. Now I, Myron, I, Myron sets off a bomb in, in a radio station. Now that you're he, talking about this, I feel like I've watched this. I I, I think you, you probably should have. I think it's a 1996 movie. 
if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Yeah, I I feel like I've I've it, it's bringing pictures back into my head of Arnold Schwarzenegger like bombing stores and stuff. You might be thinking of Terminator. Maybe so. No, but uh, Lou, so, all... so Myron the Mailman. Myron the Mailman. It's also set in the twin fit. the Twin Cities. Fun fact. First found that out this year. Do you recognize places in the uh, movies? Specifically, the diner scene, Mickey's Diner, downtown St. Paul. You have a Mickey's Diner in St. Paul. There we is, have a yeah. Mickey's Diner in in Madison as well. It's a really I old. I wonder if it's the same thing. Place. Yeah. The same in Madison. Okay. They only well. sell like they sell like old breakfast foods and it, like they have menus from way back in the day in there. It's popular in Madison. All right, Lou, my next pick. I I think I have the 101 and the 102 here. You I might disagree. I I don't think you can disagree. Because the only the first two names that pop in my head when I think of Christmas Number one is Jesus, and number two is Santa Claus. And I'm going to take Santa Claus with my second pick. Yes, I mean, <laughs> these are two very different lists. Well, I mean, Santa Claus is in movies, too. I mean, I guess, but, like, he's not a specific character in any movie. In every movie he's in, he's Santa Claus, you know? Right. I do know. So I, it's a broad, a broad selection. You know? Yeah. But, I mean, I think... I think you might run away with this in a landslide. I'm seeing already because people are thinking Christmas. They'll be like Jesus Christ, Santa Claus, and I got Buddy the Elf and Myron the Mailman. I, yeah, I think Buddy the Elf is up there. But my uh, now it kind of falls off for me. Those are my top three: were Jesus, Santa, and Buddy the Elf, and the rest are kind of just a shot in the dark. But my next pick, I'm gonna wait, take. Wait, don't I get the next pick, or is it? No, I get two, don't okay. I? Because I got one, you got two and three, I get four and five, right? Uh, is that how that works? I think so. Okay. Unless, I think that's fair. Do you want to, unless you want to take nope, it? No, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. My next pick, I am going to a movie and I am taking Kevin McAllister from Home Alone. Okay. Uh, I'm actually not a huge fan of his character in the movies. No, no, he's just a mischievous, smart little kid. Yeah. Well, Ver, did you see the new Home Alone? No, I've seen the preview, and they have like Australian or British accents. Really? And it's yeah, it's the same story, I guess, as the first one. Um, I have no interest in watching it. No, I, you know, there's I like honestly five Home Alones. Really? I think I've Five seen or six one. Of them. Yeah. I, I've I think seen, I've seen one in my life. I've certainly seen the first three. Yeah. I one because the one first is... one the family goes to Paris. That's yep. what I remember. The next one they go to Florida. Yep. And then he gets stuck in New York. Doesn't he isn't he in New York for both of them? No, uh, the first one's in Chicago. Like because that's where they live. Oh, is it? Yeah. So instead of going to Florida, he goes to New York in the second one. Well, what's the what's the one where there's the two men that are trying to get at like Merv and you know what I'm talking about? There's like the two guys that Marvin are trying Harry? to break in. Yeah, Marvin Harry. Yeah, that's is in that one number and two? two. 
So well, Marv and Harry are in one and two. So in the first, well, why one, are they in Harry, both cities? Well, all right. So after the Chicago one and one, they got arrested, and then they got released from prison, jail, whatever they were in, and they were yeah. in New York, and they happened to run a or uh, come upon Kevin McAllister in New York, um, and then uh, let's see, Kevin's uncle in New York is in Paris, I think. So his house is empty. Kevin goes and like hides out there and makes a master plan, whatever. And Marvin Harry okay. try to get him there. Whatever. It's coming back. Yeah, you get the idea. Yeah. All right, Lou, you get the next two picks here. All right. So actually going off that, my next pick was going to be Marv from Home Alone. Okay. Are you I still taking him? Or are Marv. You... He's just uh he's just a big idiot. Yeah, he's the he's like the balding one, right? No, he's the one with like the big afro hair. The okay, so the like taller, the, like one. the crazy, the taller one. Yep. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Not a. Who plays that other short? Joe Pesky. Yep. I think that's right. Yep. So, are you for? Are, so is that your pick? Or are you? Where are you that's going my to pick. take him? That's I your was going to take him. Yeah. Marv. Marv, from Home Alone. That's a good and pick. Then, I like it. Then my then my last pick here. Maybe my favorite character of all time is uh, from. Have you wa- have you seen the movie A Christmas Story? Yes. Scott Farkas. Who is that? That's the guy with like the raccoon hat. The redheaded okay. kid with the raccoon hat, like the bully. His name is what? Scott S C U T Farkas F A R K U S. Farkas. Interesting. That I was not expecting all, that pick. An all-time character. Scott Farkas. Yeah, I mean, I think in this voting, I'm going to get the doors blown off me, but. I don't know. I mean, when Sammy came out and he picked all of the, the nonsense mascots, he ended up winning somehow, miraculously. Yeah. Well, you've got, as of right now, you've got Jesus Christ. Santa Claus and uh, Kevin and who McAllister. Else? Kevin McAllister. What's your final pick? My final pick. Now, this isn't going to be a fan favorite, but have you ever seen the movie Polar Express? Yes. Do you know there's the real annoying kid that's yep. on the on the train with the glasses that won't shut up? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Exactly. That's my pick. That's your pick. I looked it up. He doesn't have a name. Really. He's the annoying you, you kid from Polar Express. Given that character a name, you know uh, that now. There's actually only one person in Polar Express that has a name. Is that little kid or is it the conductor? No, the conductor doesn't have a name too either. He's he's the conductor. Not even like the the protagonist of the story has a name. There, or not even like the hero of the story has a name. It's the the little shy kid that's like carrying his toy around. His name's Billy. Yeah, like the that's main the character. only person that has a name. Yeah, the main character. I see. I haven't watched that movie in a few years now. I don't think I like it. I haven't now, seen it in a long time either. Now that you now that you say that that none of these guys have names, I don't like that at all. That's not a great plot for the movie. No, it's, it's and, probably and there's just like, like some scary people in that movie too. 
Like right. I'm picturing a scene where they're like on top of the train and there's like oh yeah this guy running after the young kid. Yep. I recall that That's now. It's probably if I were to watch it again, I don't think it would be a good movie. I just think there's a lot of nostalgia there. Yeah. No, I agree. But yeah, that wraps up our Christmas character draft. My team is Jesus Christ, Santa Claus, Kevin McAllister, and the annoying kid from Polar Express. Lou's team My- is Buddy the Elf. Myron, the mailman, Marv, the guy from Home Alone, and Scott Farkas. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I like got a leg up in the draft. Yeah, I, I would agree. And that just might be me. <laughs> Scott Farkas Maybe is an so. all-time name. You know, I've never heard his name until today. Well, you said you've seen the movie. They say it in the movie. I've seen it once, so I guess I have. Oh. I've seen it about a hundred billion times. So yeah. But that that brings us to our hot corner and chopping block segment. And I'm going to start off by saying a Christmas story is one of these for me. Now no, Lou, are you a Christmas? It can't be your it can't be your chopping block. It is my chopping it, block. A, a, that the, is the worst Christmas movie of all time. How? How? Tell me. You how? have a kid. You how? have a kid who just wants how? a toy. And he he goes to school. How? What happens in the movie? He licks a pole. That's like the highlight of the movie. He licks. He doesn't a pole. lick the pole. One of the other kids does. Well, it, that makes it even worse. The main character doesn't even lick the pole. Some random kid licks the pole, and that's the highlight of the movie. And the other highlight is like the grandma saying, "You're gonna shoot your eye out." Like that sounds like a typical day for I anybody. Think the mother either. says that. I don't care who says it. It's the, like, why is that the high point of the movie? This kid wants a, a that's not toy the high BB point gun. of the movie. What's the high point of the movie? When he gets his little Red Rider BB gun? It's the little Red Rider BB gun, and then he goes and he actually shoots his eye out. That's that's just a terrible movie. No plot, no, it's, no. like happiness. It's it's about it's, a little uh, kid. It's about a little spoiled kid getting what he wants. Yeah, he wasn't a little spoiled kid. They lived in a you know lower middle class home in Cleveland, Ohio. And he he gets a little toy Red Ryder BB gun. The end. Merry Christmas. Mel, see, this is one of those instances. It's not about the destination. It's about the journey. You know, there's a lot of journey from watching a lot of iconic scenes. No, there's a lot of iconic scenes. Tell me, tell me more scenes. The, uh, the leg lamp. Fragile. It's not a scene. That's just yeah, like a thing that's there. No, it's not. That's like part that's of the so plot. stupid. The uh, uh, why the is little, that part? The little the the pink the pink bunny uh, pajamas. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. got a different yep. gift that he didn't like. Uh, he you know, a gift he doesn't like. You know when he's afraid to tell Santa what he wants, so he goes down the slide, but then he climbs back up the slide, tells Santa he wants a Red Rider BB gun, and then Santa kicks him down the slide. Yeah. Uh, it's not, not great. The, Whatever, the old man, the old man fighting movie. off the dogs. I don't recall that part. He, that he's movie like sucks. Him stealing the turkey when he's not supposed to be eating it, or the ham, whatever it is. I don't remember any. A of lot that. of iconic scenes in that movie. I remember hearing all about it. Like, gotta watch Christmas Story. Great, great movie. And I think the the problem with me was I didn't watch it until I was like 18, 19 years old. And then I, uh, I was just waiting for something interesting or exciting to happen. 
never came about. And then it says the end. Oh, phenomenal movie. Anyways, terrible movie. So my chopping block is uh stickers on your car. Yeah. And it's because one I saw in particular the other day, it was, uh, so it, it had to be this old couple and it said, uh, you know, caution, whatever grandkids on board. Mm-hmm. How's that going to make me drive any different? I don't know. Are the grandkids always on board? Because if that's because otherwise they can only drive that van while they have their grandkids with them. Otherwise, they're lying to everyone. So you're saying they, they either truly have their grandkids or they're lying. Yes. I, that, okay. I, I mean, thinking about this in like technical terms, like one of two things, either they always have their grandkids with them or they're liars and they're going to hell. Yeah, those are the only two options I mean, that, <laughs> for their sticker. So, Lou, and, and I, all because I know of a little sticker. I mean, I, I know you're I not the, why people the do safest. It. I know you're not the safest driver. I certainly does, am. Does that make you um, like want to ride their rear even more, seeing that they have grandchildren on board? I don't see what that does for me. But it's not, you know, like if I'm approaching that vehicle, I might and getting a little too close. I'm not going to like slam on my brakes, you know, because they have because, children on board. Yeah, because I mean, you think about it in, in technical terms, again, the, the grand, the grandparents, you know, they could be 65 year old, their grandchildren, too. They're somebody's That's grandchildren. So, so they every, aren't lying ever. They're, so every grandchildren. Yeah, but I mean, in that if that's the case, then every car on the street should have a sticker saying grandkids on board caution you know like what are we doing like what are we doing like big dog on board like a caution sticker yeah (laughs) slap it on the back of your car people should be cautious of that that. yeah the big dogs on board but lou i I wanted to list another chopping block before we move to our hot corner um this one the days of work like when when people are working their full-time job the days of Uh work between christmas day and new year's that's another one of my chopping blocks the the week the week between christmas and new year's like when people have to go back to work during those days yeah no yeah that should that should be a week off it should be yeah Mm -hmm. no No, I i agree yeah that's my chopping block get the word out What's your hot corner, Lou? Um, I, I to be truthfully honest with you, I I don't really have one. Okay, that's but, fair. But I mean, there's a great quote that I, I I don't know if it's from a movie or something. It's coming to my head. Um, it's that time of the year: friends, family, gathering, giving. No man is a failure who has friends. That's inspirational. That's an an important quote. No man is a failure who has friends. Right. Or something along those lines. (laughs) You're saying if somebody does not have a friend, they're a failure. Um now that you say that, that's kind of what that implies. But I think (laughs) the way it's supposed to be interpreted is that you know, no matter how down life's life gets, as long as you have a friend, you're doing all right. But 
thinking about that again. So if you're down in life and don't have a friend, then you know what? Forget about it. You know what? Big Lou will be your friend. No, I, I might be, but I also (laughs) will gladly not be your friend. I will. Okay. I will determine on a case by case basis if I will be your friend. How is that good enough? More often than not, if if you do not currently have friends, Big Lou will likely not be your friend. Um, that's but he'll try. He'll try. I'll I'll at least uh, give it thought. Okay. Well, Lou, my chopping block, not my chopping block, my hot corner this week is a beautifully ex- executed gift to stay on the theme of Christmas. Like if you get a gift for somebody that's like personal, it's creative, it's unique. Yeah. Something it's that they truly will need or appreciate. Yeah. It's, it's practical. Exactly. And it's like special, like it's a special gift. And if you think of it and go through with it, it's awesome. Yeah. But gift giving is hard. It it's is very different. And that's what makes that thing so cool. When you can think of like a gift that's actually special. Yeah. Like, I mean, like my, my father is impossible to shop for. I feel like, yeah, you know, you, you try to get that's ideas, you try to get ideas. And uh, all he ever says is, I don't need anything. Don't worry about it. I'm like, well, that's mm-hmm. not how this works really. So like, I we're going to get you something. So say yeah. what you want. So I, I went shopping the other day and I came home with a few things for me and some treats for the dog. Yeah. It's tough. It's, and I'm still, you know, out of ideas. Yeah, I'm still on the fence about a, a, a couple gifts that I got to get to. I have to figure some out. But that's just the way it is. It's not an easy that's, thing to do. No, that's that's the name of the game. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that wraps up our hot corner and chopping block this week. And Lou, I don't know. Do you, do you have any final thoughts this week? Or are we on the up and up? No, I think we're, you know, this is, uh, is this a lot? No, we have one more. I was going to say last episode of the year, but we have one more. One more episode. of. See a lot lot of media companies would give their employees days off, but not here at Big Dog Radio. We're working through the holidays. We are, except Thanksgiving for whatever reason. Yeah, big deal. But no, we we did the the Big Dog manhunt over Thanksgiving. You know, know, one quick thought, actually. There was a period of time where I thought I only had two of the five polio vaccinations. Yeah, you spoke to that on this podcast at one point. Did I? Yeah, and I I was unaware that you needed even one, much less five vaccinations. Did you find out more uh, about it? Well, yeah. Well, they were concerned that I only had two of the five, but then, like, found the record somewhere. That you had all five? I have all five. Okay. I think this is a good time to make a public service announcement. Get your polio vaccine. Get the polio vaccine, of, of course. It's yep. uh, as far as I'm concerned, it's so polio is one of those things that have practically been fully eradicated, huh? That yeah. and smallpox. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people see, I mean, say what you want about the COVID vaccine. You know, I don't really care, but something like polio and smallpox, you know, to, to, to eradicate it diseases to be gone. like that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, get the damn vaccine. Right. No one wants yep. polio. Uh, now, Lou, you're you're starting to make me think. 
is the polio vaccine actually a thing that people still get? Uh, I'm pretty sure, yeah. I why, thought why you were just doing a skit. No, people because still get the it polio doesn't vaccine. exist anymore. The polio is gone. Well, yeah, that's the problem. Like, if you're not vaccinated against it, you could. I don't think, I don't it's think it's been fully can. eradicated. I think there's you. Well, you need five to... polio. I thought you were just kidding about this. I didn't know that. Like, you actually need a polio vaccine. I'm I'm convinced that you're lying to me. I th- let me see here. Paul, yeah, uh, most. Most adults do not need the polio vaccine because they were already vaccinated as children. Well, that doesn't answer my question. Polio. Your child's polio. Uh, ch- yeah, children usually get uh, the, poli- the polio virus vaccine at ages two months, four months, six to 18 months, and four to six years. Really? So it sounds like, sounds like they still administer the polio vaccine. I did not know that. I'm learning. That that's that's fascinating information to me. I guess on that note, get your kids the polio vaccine because and the smallpox vaccine. It's still around and smallpox and shingles. Or do you not get that chickenpox? Uh, chickenpox. Chickenpox vaccine. Get vaccinated. Well, I in today's day and age, well, that's a political statement. Is it really? Should I not have said that? Are we going to get well, like, I mean, canceled like, or something well, now? We'll get canceled by one side of the aisle. You say that. Okay, that's fair. All right, well. Make your own damn decisions note, for all we yeah. care. We don't oh, That's really what care. I meant. Make your own decisions. Yeah. Um, on that think note. think Big Dog Radio gives a rat's ass? We don't. And we also do not care if you come and listen. Because we're going to be here every week regardless. So next week, we will be back. Whether we like it or not, either. With episode 17. Yeah, I guess so. Whether we like it or not, we'll be back here next Thursday with episode 17. Join us or don't. We do not care. I second that.